is good? It is me, your friendly neighborhood nerd, the Bobo, and wow, um, welcome back to Bobo's Block. Is the first time I've been on the mic behind the scenes or whatever. Um, in a minute, I think about like three weeks. Wow. Um, I think that was. I will call that a good little summer vacation. Um, I want to thank everybody for sticking in there with me and also sticking in with the content that we had available for you guys here on the block. And firstly, let's start off before I get into the update with by saying my show is solely sponsored by my Patreon account. Patreon is where you can do the most and the best good for Bobo's Block. It's where the bread and butter comes from. It's where all we have to keep the lights on and everything. I want to give a shout out to all of my patrons who are dedicated and, and who are been here for a minute for all of you i think everybody's over a year on the patreon um if you want to join the patreon and become a part of the blockhead crew um go ahead and hop over to patreon.com forward slash bobo that's patreon.com forward slash b-o-b-b-o and there you can find multiple tiers that can help out from like a dollar all the way up to about three thousand dollars and if you pay me three thousand dollars i'm gonna do a marriage joke here because that's what i do at this point because you've bought a bobo oh man it's been a minute i'm not even like nervous or rusty or anything man i've been talking this whole goddamn time so let's get into that let's get into the update if you guys have been checking out the actual content that i put out on the on the block feed um for the last couple of weeks i didn't do the one the first week or so but like i last two weeks i want to say i've been putting stuff up there i put up a new show called you filthy casuals that is uh actually a <laughs> wouldn't even say a reboot it's just like a re like it's it's a new direction for a show that i already had planned on doing you Filthy casual is supposed to be me and a couple of my friends and we were supposed to do a fandom show and talk about different little nerdy topics like we did a power ranger show we had like a ninja turtle show in the works and i had like all these other stuff that i was dreaming up and like thinking of and turns out this is my wrestling podcast <laughs> we 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 officially have dubbed it a wrestling podcast um on the on the episode that's about to come out soon for it um we actually do stream it though we do stream live on twitch and now on youtube uh, that's not the youtube show that i promise you but it'll be a youtube show that you will be getting um i'm still going to be doing the other youtube show in um back on my pull list because i have been reading a fuck ton of comics um so getting deeper into the update I had to, I had a bad mental health um couple of weeks <laughs> but I actually um got out of it and I um actually took a vacation took a whole week vacation almost man it felt really good I I I got to get away for a bit got to just clear my head and everything but I'm in a better place better headspace thank you guys for sticking it in there with me um and really just kind of letting me me do my thing um you guys know how I am this isn't as bad as the last hiatus that I went on but as you know that I needed I needed that mental break last time this one I was just a little bit tired a little bit um exhausted from doing a lot of things all at once and I just I just wasn't in a good spot mentally and I just had to kind of get back but I want to give a shout out to a few people um mostly more than a few people it's like it's, it's a it's a group of people one and then there's like another show so like let me just stop fucking around firstly i want to give a shout out to the space castle podcast like yo like i i met them on twitter um they are a group of group of nerds who just be like on their nerdy like they're literally like a a show that you guys would love if you want to listen to them i'm going to put their links down in the description below they have a great youtube channel you can sit and listen to all their conversations all their topics and episodes and things like that i believe they have a couple of like spinoff um shows or they do more than just one podcast basically they they are a dope group of people who I'm really happy that show me so much love on Twitter and I wanted to show them the same love back. Also shout outs to, I call it like, I don't see it. The homies over there. Um, I remember you guys, I was a guest on their podcast. I want to say about a month or so back. And we talked, we talked about a lot of stuff, but they've really been showing love and, and, and showing the block love. Um, I really appreciate all of you guys. You guys helped me keep 
going really honestly when i was just sitting around like kind of <laughs> like i kind of like in my um, depression and it, it helped me really get through a lot of the rigmarole because i know that there are people out there still listening there are people out there still supporting there are people out there still backing me and that's a real big push um beyond the patreon just people i know in general just telling me they listen to the show to people i know telling me that they get something out of the show it's really dope to to know that like what i say actually reaches people and affects people in a positive way so that's always something that i will definitely give shout outs to for people who are are showing me love so again again thank you guys for keeping me <laughs> in the mindset of getting back behind this mic and getting back into into showing um the world what this nerdy little dude <laughs> nerdy guy from florida be talking about so yeah um that is one update um again um i've been doing a lot like we man like over the last couple weeks i went and actually i went and saw kev on stage live um in orlando i went and saw him to hear more and angel that chick angel um it was so surreal because like i'm a huge fan of them and i also a fan of the producer slash photographer that follows them joshi gons like like that those are like my i wouldn't even say like celebrities like they're like the people i look up to especially like josh and kevin whatever because like they're in the industry and field that i really want to be in and like just seeing them in person at in work like doing their thing it's really crazy um it was a really good time i was able to to support by shirts i actually kind of embarrassed myself a little bit i i hate because i'm so used to wrestling um i was a heckler for a second but i i, I pulled myself back shout out to, to hear more for taking it well he, he's a, he's a trooper he's dope um but yeah i wouldn't get i was able to see them <sighs> that was a really 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 good present um but yeah I, what else i think, I think that is no, no, it's not it for the update, because honestly, I've been gone for almost a month, so it's more shit I could tell you guys, because you guys are, like, the homies. <laughs> it's always good to sit down and talk with you guys and everything, because you you are what keep me um, kind of going, because if I didn't have this mic to get behind and talk to you guys, like, fuck else would I be doing? Work? <laughs> uh, but yeah <laughs> man it's just it, I don't know it just feels good to be back it feels good to be back on the block that is one thing I will definitely say being back on Blabo's block kind of just revigor- reinvigorates me because being on other shows is really dope and being guests on other shows is dope but getting to sit down and just talk my shit and talk to you guys is always going to be a very big highlight of whatever week I'm doing so yeah I did miss you guys while I was gone I hope you guys missed me um and i think that will be the end of the update all right all right so with that being the end of the update you know what that comes next is around the net (laughs) and this week's atn is um i know like because y'all know me sometimes i'll be like i'm gonna go through everything that i missed i'm not doing that shit I'm going to talk with you guys about currently stuff that's out and things that I feel like are I, that need to be addressed or like talked about and things of the nature. Okay. Um, first, we're going to go through trailers. Um, we got a new trailer for Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. And my God, you get to see the transformation of Clay, um, of Cletus Cassidy into Carnage. And you get to also see how he like got the symbiote. It's wild. If you get a chance, go ahead and check out that trailer for sure. Um, I don't even think they're giving away too much because sometimes, you know, we'd be like, oh, they're giving away a lot of shit in the trailer. Are they giving away a whole movie? Like, I still feel like there's more because they've surprised us before with with Venom. And I'm very excited to see where they go next and what we do with this Venom verse that we're we're building around Eddie Brock. Um Hopefully we may get a Flash Thompson reference in there. Hopefully we get a Spider-Man reference somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, we will see what happens. And especially now that the multiverse is open. 
Oh, speaking of that, I definitely will be giving you guys that's that's what I forgot to tell you on the the update. I had two episodes planned for you guys. One of them is going to be an introspective episode on Batwoman because that season had wrapped up, and then the another one was going to be an introspective episode on Loki because I do that for the Marvel shows. I will be giving you guys those shows, so definitely be on the lookout for those. Either as a bonus, or they may pop up like next week or so. You'll we'll see. So, um, next up, um, on the docket, we have some, we have some news. <laughs> we have some, oh, no, 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 I'm going to go through another trailer because I'm not going to put everything in order. Um, we have another trailer for you guys, and this one is the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. Ghostbusters Afterlife, ooh, shit, I want to say that was like, 2020 like mid mid summer 2020 when we first heard or got announcements for that and they're just giving us a new trailer this time and i'm excited for it like it gets a little bit deeper into the story you get to know the kids a little bit more see why they're kind of in this place where they are why they're at, at their granddad's old house and you also get this well i'm already speculating we're also seeing that where the ghosts are coming from so it looks amazing and i'm i'm actually very intrigued on how <laughs> how we get to the finish of it because will the kids be the ghostbusters and we 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 get a tease that there's another ghostbuster that will be reprising a role or doing a cameo and i'm super excited about it i don't want to spoil it for you guys hopefully you guys are able to check out that trailer especially because it's it's something that that I'm legitimately a huge fan of. I'm a huge Ghostbuster fan. That's really my only cosplay that I've done was Ghostbusters. So yeah, yeah, we will. You guys definitely check that out. Okay, okay. So moving along in the docket, um, this one, this one is a little bit of um tech news, but also just like consumer news so youtube is actually doing a beta for a cheaper premium subscription so you guys know youtube premiums about like 15 16 dollars or whatever i think i want to say um they said the normal price is about um 14 26 11 99 pounds um our euros i think it is so yeah so that is something that they are looking at to reduce so they're thinking that the comparative price they're going to look at is about eight dollars and some change per month and that will just remove only the ads you won't get the the other premium youtube content because i don't really so youtube premium is something that's a little bit weird like youtube is they have YouTube TV, so that's like their cable subscription. But YouTube Premium is something totally different when you have exclusive content, exclusive um, YouTube videos and shows from different creators and stuff like that. I don't think YouTube Premium took off as they thought it would. People got YouTube Premium probably just to get rid of the ads, and they stuck with it because like that's the shit that people give like that's there you're giving me free content i think there's like this show that i wanted to watch on youtube premium with lavar burton <laughs> and it was like a sci-fi futuristic type show but i I'm, i don't even have youtube premium i have youtube tv because i i that's my cable alternative um but yeah man it's just um hopefully with this new lower price point um we'll see something that comes up out of it so we'll figure it out um Keeping in the tech industry, Twitter actually did something a little, I don't know, a little bit weird. So if you guys have been on Twitter for the past few months, I don't even think it's, it definitely hasn't been a year. It's been a few months. Um, Twitter has had a feature called Fleets. It is their story type feature to where like, you know how you have Instagram stories or you have Snapchat or you have um, things that, that like Facebook stories and stuff like that, whatever. That was their little thing. It was called Fleets, like a fleeting moment. Um, they're getting rid of it and that's all right. So they originally announced that they, um, were getting rid of it. I want to say about three weeks ago. Yeah. Back in, um, back in early July or mid to early July. And they were saying that, yeah, we wanted it to use 
as a way for people to generate more tweets and people aren't using it as we expected it so we are just going to get rid of it and if you loved it we're sorry if you hated it you're welcome and that's the like that was the craziest thing for me because i actually enjoyed fleets fleets was a way that i actually got to interact with a lot of people and i found a lot of tweets through fleets and for people who were like oh it's just a nuisance and blah blah blah, blah. You, you probably don't like stories to begin with I thought I wasn't going to like fleets, but fleets, fleets were fun. Fleets were really fun. And um, it's sad to see it go. Um, Twitter did its Twitter thing as we normally do. People are going buck wild in fleets on its last day. This day I'm recording it, August 3rd, is the last day that they will be putting um, fleets on your timeline. Or you'll have access to fleets. It's, it's, I don't know. It's sad. But, hey, it happens. Tech moves and tech comes and goes, man. Um, it, they're just kind of trying to tweak it to where they get the most out of their Twitter users. And like, like they said, they wanted to, they want people to generate more tweets, but I feel as fleets did generate tweets or at least shared generated tweets that get you the ability to discover more things, but Hey, that's how it goes sometimes. Maybe they'll bring it back. Maybe they won't. Who knows? They may try to reinvent it, do something different or whatever with it. But for what it was, Fleece was pretty fun. And I enjoyed enjoyed the ride. And hopefully um, we can still keep these connections that people have made through Fleets and things like that. Because I don't, I don't really comment or interact on tweets like i was able to interact with fleets and, and like send people like messages like oh this is funny as fuck or that blah blah, 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 blah that. all the other stuff like that or whatever yeah i'm more of a lurker when it comes on twitter I, I tweet and stuff like that but i'm more of like i retweet i i i sit and watch and ingest content or whatever and i put it back out to other people so they can enjoy it as well too <laughs> all right so moving on in the docket so we got some <laughs> some uh, interesting news. So Black Widow came out um, came out. I want to say a couple weeks uh, last month or so, July. I want to say yeah, it came out in July. Finally, after everything was like the pandemic, the pushbacks, the postponing, all that shit, Black Widow finally came out in theaters and in Disney Plus for premiere access for thirty dollars and stuff, right? So I believe Black Widow did not do as well as they expected it. And I was honestly was to be seen because like not on the movie of like, oh, the movie sucked or it's stupid or whatever. There's still people still hesitate to get back out in the actual movie theaters. There are people who are flooding theaters and stuff, but it's not the same crowd as it was before the pandemic, before the lockdown. Um, myself, like I love that these movies are both streaming and in theaters because it gives me a chance to watch them because I'm not going to the theaters right now. I do enjoy the theater experience. I miss it so much, but I have so many people who I know are very vulnerable for COVID and I know people who have been affected. I know people who are sick now. I know people who've died from COVID. I, I know friends who are, who are struggling with the loss of their loved ones, the loss of their 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 friends as well. Like there there's a friend of mine who whose whose family was very hard with COVID. And like I I honestly think that think whatever powers there are that I haven't encountered or contracted the virus or anything. I am vaccinated, both shots. But like you could there's still ability for me to catch it. Like and I do things, but I'm not reckless in what I do. So that's the one big thing that I I do keep. I, I try not to go into huge crowds. I try to keep my keep to in my little bubble in my circle. So yeah, man. So this this what it is. So getting back to on track or in target. Um, Scarlett Johansson just put out a lawsuit against Disney because she feels that she was kind of slighted um by them putting it in theaters and in streaming because she feels that that hurt her potential to earn the maximum amount as, as her colleagues have off of these movies um she has been an og um since iron man 2 and she was the main sacrifice in avengers endgame and this movie was kind of a prequel to show what happened between Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. Mm -hmm. 
So ScarJo, she's like, yo, y'all fucking with my bag and I need my money. And we don't know contractually what actually went down. It's always gonna people say that, oh, Disney didn't work with her. Disney came out with a statement and said we've we um follow well, we did as much as we could to make her um as much money as we could. She get she asked and Disney didn't even drop that she made she already made twenty million dollars off this movie. And she's still in lights to make more money off of the streaming and off of the um the box office afterwards. And of course with royalties royalties and stuff. So like I don't want to get into the he says she said stuff, but I just wanna like it's something that everybody's talking about. I don't feel as if it's wrong that she sue that she's suing them. Um Disney put out a statement that said it was very callous of her to do it because um, of course knowing what's in the like the pandemic and shit like yeah the pandemic hurt everybody it's not just hurting her pockets and her pockets aren't really that hurt and honestly people like well 20 million she's good if you think about the actual revenue that these marvel movies make 20 million ain't shit and the comparative to to Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. who've already had who've both yeah who both had their own trilogies. This is her only her first solo movie. Um so yeah, this is basically like pennies. I wouldn't even say pennies, but this is like this is not enough to to justify what we normally make with these movies. But there are conditional stand like there are conditional um parameters that are around this because of the pandemic, the postponing and the hesitation of people going back into the theaters. That did hurt her, but that's not anything that I would say is in Disney's control. Disney tried to give it the best opportunity to make money because they waited for it to cut like for it to have the ability to come out in theaters. And I do see where she like it could be a problem because nobody cares anymore like or people weren't as hyped as they would have been if it would have came out back in like um 2020 or into 2019 so yeah it's just we have to roll with what the dice that we're giving i think disney's going to go ahead and probably like give her whatever money she wants it's just again they're going to make it known that like hey we did what we could and with the circumstances that we had so is no one's right and no one's wrong in this shit it's just honestly about the circumstances that were given black widow didn't have a fair shake disney didn't have that power and control whatever that's that's going on for that so yeah we'll we'll see how it ends up in the end of the road and if scarjo will probably ever come back for another cameo or something i don't know the flashback or whatever now that we have a multiverse never say never right i know <laughs> all right next up on the docket this is something a little bit weird i actually um just found out about these shits but this is a um we're going into gadgets now there's a new company by the former founder and creator of oneplus the company is called nothing and they are releasing their first product is the nothing one ear oh, i'm sorry nothing ear one earbuds they're wireless earbuds that have been painstakingly hyped and and overly designed and it's very interesting um it's 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 an elegant very simplistic design that they have it's literally just like earbuds bro it's just earbuds but like they are apparently ahead of their time and we'll see what happens with these because they i think they're they did like the first 100 under a special auction on StockX, and they're doing all these other hype beast type shit or whatever for the one um for the for the launch of the nothing ear ones i i honestly the the name of the company doesn't really like get it really gives me or whatever but i don't know we'll figure out how it goes and the launch of them has been going pretty good as of late and there haven't been really any complaints or any bad negative reviews of the nothing ear ones it's just a one a lot to say two um it's just it's just a clear ear but like it's not like the ear part isn't clear that made it white or whatever but like it doesn't like oh my god this is revolutionary as they're kind of pitching it once you get into like the stats and the in the, the 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 little specs or whatever of it it's very it's a little bit impressive because like the magnetic charging and the 
transparent casing and how clean and how how tight it is and just like the the size of the circuitry and stuff like that it gets really dope but like from first glance i really don't i don't know man well it may be the next airpod you never know so hmm. all right moving forward in the next in the docket next story that i have for you guys is a little bit of casting news so Black Panther star and get and um us star Winston Duke is going to be the voice of Bruce Wayne in the new animated show uh, animated movie called Batman Unburied. I really I'm actually very excited about it because I think it's going to be a podcast. Yeah, he's going to voice star as Bruce Wayne stars joined actor by Jason Isaacs as Alfred for the Spotify podcast from David S. Goyer. So, yeah, this is going to be a podcast um, movie. So, this is like so audio drama. Think audio drama. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Winston Duke is doing doing the voice of Bruce Wayne. And I think this is like the first time I want to say I've actually been hyped for a Bruce Wayne voice actor that isn't Kevin Conroy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man we, i can't wait to hear this i'm probably gonna um check out the podcast when it drops and everything but also for winston Duke, check out this other project that he's working on it's called nine days um and his hymns as beats um it has a few other big name stars not, not 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 anything that's like going big major but like it's flying so under the radar that i really feel like it needs to be talked about um it's about these particular souls that are gathered in a place and winston duke is kind of like the teacher or the guardian angel and he's going to choose who gets to be alive and they have nine days to um be chosen so yeah check out that out nine days um there's a trailer out as well on youtube go ahead and give it a give it a look okay all right more casting news we have heard two big names get into two big roles so firstly the Batgirl show I think this is going to be a show or a movie um let me double check on this because I, I want to say it's the movie but it's HBO project yeah it's HBO Max project so this will be um for yeah this is going to be for HBO Max so I'm thinking it's going to be a show um if it's a movie that'll be dope but we have casted our lead actress Batgirl and is Leslie Grace you may have seen her um for her breakout role in In the Heights if you haven't seen In the Heights please go watch that great movie a lot of stuff around it but great movie <laughs> um I'm excited to see that black <laughs> that Batgirl's black because it honestly falls in lines with the Matt Reeves um Batgirl our Batman movie because Matt Reeves has a black commissioner Gordon so ooh we don't know if that's if we don't know if that's going to actually be intertwined or entangled with the Matt Reeves Batman show that will be coming out after the Batman movie don't know yet but she is Latinx and she is going to be Batgirl. The other big name that is coming to a big screen near you, she's been there before. Don't I'm not it's not like her first time or whatever. This is Michaela Cole. She has been casted in the Black Panther sequel Wakanda Forever. We do not know what she is. We do not know who if she's gonna be a villain or a hero. There's been speculation that she could be Storm. There's speculation that she could be a Wakandan villain. Like there's a lot that could be going on and we still don't even know how Wakanda Forever is gonna be shaped um since the passing of Chadwick Boseman, but it has started production. So we will kind of probably see leaks and things like that coming from wherever, okay? So definitely check out um, anything that comes out for Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. So yeah, I'll be on that with you guys, okay? Um, Oh. All right, next up on the docket, we have a new show that's coming out on Cartoon Network from Matthew Cherry. And um, let me see, because this is Ch- at Chazzy McFly. Chaz Bottoms. Yeah, Matthew, yeah, Matthew Cherry and Chaz Bottoms. They've begun development on a new show called Batu, a coming-of-age musical comedy series about a young group of misfit dreamers from Chicago who move to their own beat. <laughs> so this is giving me very... Um, 
very Andre 3000s, class of 3000 vibes and stuff, man. I really enjoyed when Cartoon Network experiments with like different black media and different black characters and stuff like that. So I'm excited to see what Batu does. Um, we will definitely keep you guys up on that because again, I'm big fans of Matthew Cherry around here, big fans of Hair Love and all the works that he's done. So yeah, this one will be no different. Definitely we'll be checking this out, okay? All right, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this one last thing and because I'm gonna be gushing here for a second, but after that we'll go into a musical break, okay? You guys, you don't know how happy this next story makes me. We here at the block, we we love our block family. We love the people who have come on shows and talk with us, come on Creative Color, comes on all the other things. And you know, one of our, my favorite people, my Twitter sister from another mister, Steph I Will. Stephanie Williams has been in her motherfucking bag. <sighs> Stephanie has been working on so much stuff and I'm so proud of her. She is now currently, um, you, she's pushing two projects, man. Um, she has been working on Nubia and the Amazons with Vita Ayala. Hope I said their name right. <laughs> and um, she's also been working on Wonder Woman Black and Gold. So i known Stephanie for years. And she, her biggest thing was getting out the actual word on these characters that she's loved so much for years that don't get any love or credit or anything. And what two of those have been Misty Knight and Nubia. And so far she's been, she's written for both of them. She has been on the, both sides of Marvel and DC. I want to give the biggest shout out to my sister Steph. She is truly an inspiration and showing that like, if you want to, if you want to put it in the work, it will pay the fuck off. Like she has been grinding her ass off. So definitely go pick up Nubia and the Amazons. Number one, when it drops and also pick up wonder woman, black and gold. Now, Pick these up. I swear you guys will not be disappointed. Writing is on point. Art is on point. She's working with some amazing, talented co-creators and, and it's just so happy to see my friends in their, in their element, man. Like it may be stressful. It may be something that she's been giving her the hardest time, but she is out here fucking doing it. And I love to see that for my friends. I really do. So, yeah, that's just one to gush about my friend Steph for a little bit, man. But definitely go check out her work, please. Her stuff is in comic book stores, bro. Like, ah. all right, let me get it together. So go, go ahead and take a musical break at this point. Um, when we get back, I want to be going over um, the nerd gathering for today. And we're talking about content overload. All right. So see you guys when you get back. My world was all upside down Wish I knew you'd come around Wish I knew If you say violent sky Right in front of her eyes I would die I've always been a warrior But I'll always be a warrior I was 
Bobo's Flock. Thank you guys for sticking around for that musical break. That was actually um, a new song, a new track by a artist that I've fallen in love with called Snow Allegra. It is called Violet Skies. Violet, not violent. <laughs> Violet, like the purple. <laughs> um, it is such a dope song. Um, go pick up the the album that it's from. It's called Temporary Highs and Violet Skies. And it's a great sit through like getting through track one to the end amazing you guys will not be disappointed snow allegra violet skies from temporary highs and violet skies all right so let's move into um this nerdgasm so <laughs> you probably are like content overload like what are you talking about bobo so um i found out that i have a new anxiety trigger <laughs> i think i think i talked about it um a couple episodes back or whatever um firstly i don't think i acknowledge this this is the 50th episode of Bobo's Block, like by number. This is number 50 on this stream. I've been doing this since 2014, but for this run of Bobo's Block is 50 episodes. So thank you guys for joining me for 50 nerdgasms. You sat here and listened to me rant 50 times. <laughs> um, well, I wouldn't even say 50 because I think I had a couple of block parties in there, but it's still like, come on. Thank, thank you guys for, for um, sticking in this with me. And and I want to say because this is my new anxiety trigger because I've realized that that's probably what what causes a lot of um, frustration or, or I wouldn't even say frustration but a little like a, a bit of like tension within within my headspace. Um, I found myself now because you know knows I'm a big movie head. I love things that are. are action i love like shoot 'em up movies i love um sci-fi movies i love comedies i love some horrors depending on um depending on which horror it is or so because i'm very particular when it comes to my horror films man like i'll sit and watch deeper creepers too because i was conditioned for it but like any like super gory stuff bones breaking ugh, yeah but no getting off topic but um i've noticed that like i get very hesitant are indecisive when it comes to trying to find what I want to watch now. Like there's so much stuff everywhere. Um, if you think back to when I was originally talking about the streaming wars, the, the, the revolution will be televised. It is come to fruition in a way that I did not expect. Like there's so many choices. And for some people like me, that's a little bit too much to handle. Um, honestly, I watch kind of the same shit over and over again. Like I watch YouTube and I watch fucking like ASMR videos or, or I watch like tech videos from the same three or four creators. I watch some car videos from me, but like there's so much at our fingertips. There's so much that I want to watch. There's so much that I, that I want to get into and explore, but I get so um, hesitant and indecisive because of my anxiety. 
Because what, what if I watch this and I start it and I don't like it? What if I watch this and I start this, but I want to watch this? Like, I've seen this movie, but what, do I want to see it again? Or what happens when, when, when there's always something on, but there's nothing to watch? We're getting back to this point of content. Uh, it's content singularity. Like I, I have everything that I could ever watch, but there's nothing I want to see. And it comes from a pandemic burnout. Honestly, um, a lot of people have shown or a lot of studies have shown that there are a lot of people who have either a watched everything and have nothing left to watch or again, like me who have everything to watch, but it's so anxious about starting or going into things. There's so many shows that are on my list and there's so many shows that I've started, haven't finished, like say the order Ragnarok. I haven't finished the expanse. I haven't finished, um, into the badlands. I watched into the badlands, but I did a rewatch and restarted it. I restarted Malcolm in the middle. I haven't finished that. Now that's another thing that's now going to go on my list. And that also brings me anxiety. Like what if I start things that I know that I like and what, and things that I know that I want to get into again and just have that nostalgic feeling feeling, but I don't have the energy to finish it like content overload right now is such a real deal or such a real thing for me and many other people that we have to kind of like sit down and look at ourselves and like hey is this something that I really should worry about or is this something I can kind of just take a deep breath figure it out and just make a choice and any choice that I make will be fine. Like I find myself so far, um, <laughs> if I'm not watching YouTube videos to fall asleep, I put on a old school Kaiju movie, like a Gamera or old Godzilla versus like whatever monster of the week. Um, and I've started using bigger content such as like shows and things like that to block out my work day. Like I will put on something that will start and I'm like, all right, cool. This is going to be like an hour here, hour here. Or, okay. So this is going to get me through this much of work or this will get me to lunch or this will get me to my last break. Like I, I use that anxiety or indecisiveness to kind of just like, Hey, this is how it makes sense. So boom. So, but content, isn't stopping because we still have so many things that are on the on like slighted to come up. Um, the new Suicide Squad movie about to come out. Like I said, um, Venom will there be let it be Carnage, and there's all the stuff that are coming out in actual movie theaters that won't be on streaming, and you have to wait for them. Then the thing that have early premiere access, and and you have other things that such as like The Quiet Place Two. You're down Hulu and. Am I ready? Am I ready to watch that? And it's like stuff that is coming up from when the pandemic was in full swing and like lockdown was in full swing, and they were still trying to put stuff out. But now that stuff's finally moving on to streaming, and then you're like, "Well, I gotta watch this." And then like I'm sitting here like, "Oh, today I w- I started Hunters. Um, that was came out in 2020, and that was like a big show. And everybody was like, "Oh, this this is a really good show. You need to watch it. It's a god. It's amazing. It's got black people killing Nazis." I'm like fuck yeah i'm down for that totally didn't watch it very anxious about it finally sat down and watched the first episode today it's really good but i don't know when i want to get back to it and it's like i want to say 10 episodes but there are other things such as like i watched the whole thing of he-man like i watched um all of jujutsu kaisen i finally caught up on jujutsu kaisen and i i i I caught up on a lot of my manga and all that stuff like it's just picking and choosing what content that I really want to get into or what content that I really am diving deep. Cause like I said, I've gotten back on comic books. I've gotten back on manga. I've gotten back into anime. Um, I've watched a, a crap ton of old anime that I, that I used to love. Like I, um, actually finally did a full rewatch of Kenichi, the greatest disciple. Like nigga, what, how many, how many people are actually talking about Kenichi, the greatest disciple? Nobody, but it's on Amazon prime. This shit's good. Please go watch it. Um, but I want to get into the new beast wars, but I haven't watched the other two, but I want to jump into kingdom because it's going to have, um, but I want to, yeah, I want to jump into kingdom because it's going to have Optimus primal and all the beast wars people or whatever. And like, but I, I got to watch the other two war for Cybertrons, And, and there's so many things that I've built, built up in my head, but it's all okay. Like not okay that I build it in my head, but like, it's all okay. Like I don't have to worry about any of this, this stuff is it going anywhere? Even if it moves off a certain platform, there's still access to it somewhere on the internet. Somebody has it. There's some torrent, there's some like 
somebody's gonna have like um the office got off of netflix but it's on peacock uh this like avatar the last airbender is is off of um off of netflix as well but it's on paramount plus like if there's certain things like you have to remember like this is all a game of shells like i i have really been dealing with this content overload and if you guys have any tips or, or advice or whatever just let me know definitely hit me up about it because i i don't know what i'll be wanting to watch man like so much stuff like i'll scroll through netflix um for like i would say 30 40 minutes and still haven't watched anything so i was so happy when i finally got the access to the play something button it it makes the decision for you um same thing with paramount plus or whatever and stuff i know what i want to watch on there but there's also still other stuff that i want to get into um all the all the streaming channels paramount plus disney plus like i haven't finished um the bad batch yet and i know that's still going on right now i know what if is about to start i'm gonna have to talk about that when it comes out out um so i have to do that for basically the podcast but i also still just want to watch what if um i'm watching (laughs) i'm watching all the the old school stuff that i love through amazon prime and stuff like i think they've added bobby's world like they they have all the old action cartoons that i used to watch so it gives me that nostalgia hit man like i really want um, someone to pick up the Hanna-Barbera universe, or at least I want HBO Max to put all the Hanna-Barbera shit onto HBO Max, because if they had that, and I could watch, like, Herculoids or the Galaxy Trio, Space Ghosts and shit like that, I would be in heaven. In heaven. Like, give me some old Johnny Quest, give me some Speed Racer, give me all that shit. But, like, that's another thing, like, because... <laughs> There are even apps that I haven't fully dove into because HBO Max is on my phone, but it's not on my television because Vizio needs to get their shit together. That's another story. But um, I, I really, I really want to get back into getting HBO Max because they have things on there like The Warrior. Um, they have all their other HBO shows that I've really wanted to always get into. They have all of the Studio Ghibli movies that I want to watch. They have. They have a fuck ton of stuff, and I, it's scary. And they have a deep, deep, deep movie library. Like every movie that I probably ever watched, and I damn sure will watch it again. But like, it's just again, I'm in that point where I'm like, fuck, what do I do with all this content? How do I, how do I take it all in? Because we've been conditioned as consumers, and we're just supposed to just boom have the time. I, I'm not like a kid like I used to be, be able to fucking binge an entire anime season in one night. Like, <laughs> be, like it's, a, it's a TikTok out or a thing right now and it's like a kid, he's, his sister walks in, she's like, hey, what episode are you on? He's like, oh, episode two. She's like, oh, that's not that bad, of season five. She's like, you just started this last night. I know. Like, that's how we used to be back in the day. Like, nigga, we, we used to consume content. And I think that's really what warped a lot of my perspective of how I do consume content as a normal. And I can no longer binge things like that. I can't sit back and watch hours upon hours upon hours of content anymore. And usually just take in about one or two episodes at a time. Now I've really paced myself. Like I have, um, I have people who I know who can sit and just like watch for hours. Like the only time that I really get into a point of where I like binging and stuff is I'm with someone else. So I have someone to talk with it about, have someone to be in interactive with, because like I said, I, that's my favorite part of, of content watching is talking about it. If you haven't guessed it at all, I love talking about the content that I watch. It's crazy, right? You would never think it, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot, and I just wanted to kind of get it all out because this is my platform to where I get all this shit out, man. And I, and you guys are, are thoroughly, usually entertained by it. You're not telling me it sucks, so thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a point of of like triggering at this end, and I'm happy that I'm able to get it off my chest because I think it'll make it a little bit better. Now, because I never really have anybody to talk with it about, because I don't know, it just seems like something stupid and trivial. It's a first world problem, but that's what podcasts are for, to talk about first world problems. 
Um, but yeah, man, I just I just wanted to make sure that if anybody else is struggling with something like this, to just talk about it, talk with someone about it, or at least know that it's okay not to know what you want to watch or what you want to get into because it's at this point because you were all at the house or we're we're with people or whatever that question is a bit of a well what do you want to watch like fuck like and i know i'm i'm guilty of doing it to other people as well because i will be like what do you guys want to watch what do you want to get into do you want to watch this or that and the third like it's just like I don't want to put that pressure on anybody else. Also, I don't want that pressure put on myself. So hopefully by me doing this nerdgasm, by me doing this podcast episode about content overload, it can help somebody out there who's dealing with this. And also damn sure just help me because I, I think I'm finally getting to a point where like I can say, I want to watch this and be okay with it. Or I get to a point where I scroll on, on like one of my streaming services and I'm like I think I like I like this I want to I want to actually search for something like because you can get lost in those menus for hours that algorithm for each streaming platform is so different and it shows you so many different things and you just kind of have to go with the flow of the river of of shit man like it's so many categories that they break things down into because you watch this here's some things here's some stuff we think you'll like here's some stuff for black people here's some stuff for for comedians here's some stuff that will be over here just in the side just because like here's our new stuff here's our old stuff here's some shit you probably never seen before like every algorithm has so many options and lists and things that you just want to get into and then you just, like, it's just again it's just a swell of anxiety and i'm just like okay i don't know what i want to watch i think i want to go back out and just go to the home screen and just look at my fucking screensaver and that's it that's it like and then like i'll end up on my phone and then i'm into the the fucking social media fucking content and then the, that's just another fucking thing on top of it social media content has been has evolved to this weird level of of just like constant consumption just like swipe to the next one swipe to the next one swipe to the next one and i hate that we're moving into that actual realm of consumption of of just like sh- social media garb i don't want to call it bullshit or because like there's some amazing talented people out there but just the way that they're forcing our brains to rewire itself into how we connect into our social medias is just oh it's exhausting and I was like, I'm never going to get a TikTok. I'm not going to be, oh, bound by that stuff. And they they just like mindless zombies swiping away. I do that shit on Instagram now. Instagram Reels has got me. They have me fucking hooked. Same thing with when it comes to like stories or whatever. Same thing when it comes to um, like just scrolling on Twitter. Like I... I want to be able to disconnect safely, but also be able to still be connected with a lot of other things that are happening in the world. I want to be able to to interact and consume social media content without being a slave to it, without having to feel that urge that I need that endorphin hit of grabbing my phone in the middle of the night. Like what's what I may be missing something like even today. Even today with the deletion of fleets, I was sitting there going through all of my friends' fleets because everybody's posting stuff. Everybody's posting um, other tweets and other things like that. Because, again, I told you, I find tweets through fleets. And, and like, I was sitting there going through all of my fleets. And this is the first time ever, first time ever that I've completed all of the fleets that are there. I've watched everybody's fleet that has, that I follow. That's crazy. And, again, like, it's just... It's just a mental conditioning that we have. Well, I know I have to address for myself and see how I can rewire my habits into a healthier, more productive, more conducive state of mind. Because all of these little things, they can they culminate into a big anxiety and depression problem for me. So yeah, it's something that I I recognize and recognizing it is the first step to fixing it. When it comes to content overload, there's some things that I basically have been trying to do because you have to have solutions to these things. And it's one of them of course is just kind of like turning off the phone or turning off the TV. I've gotten to myself where I can sit 
um, at least for at least a few hours, like, yeah, I want to say about, about two to three hours without the TV being on at all. And just in, interacting with the silence is good because you get your thoughts together. And again, I'm trying to get it to where I'm not on my phone while I have the TV off and just kind of changing my trajectory of being something more productive and more analog. Um, I have been writing down a lot of stuff more. Now I have this thing that I've got from Peter McKinnon, um, who got it from another friend of his and where you write down eight things that you want to get accomplished today. And you scratch those off. I'm not consistent with it. I don't do it every day. I should have done it today. I didn't do it, but the days that I do make the list. I mark down the date. I mark down what I want to get done. And if I do it or not, like I, I, it's a work in progress because my mind works as if, if I'm not good at it immediately, fucking forget it. And I know that that's not the best way to be so that I'm trying to slowly get myself back into being a, a learner because once you, once I've gotten out of school, I feel as if like I learn things, like I pick up skills, get techniques and things like that, but I don't actively seek knowledge like I used to. And I have to fully get back into doing that. I need to seek knowledge wherever I can get it. So I don't want this to turn into like some fucking motivational speech or something like that. But like, I want you guys to just join me and just like rethink how we consume things. And when it comes to having content overload, notice the signs in your body and notice when your body or your brain is getting burnt out. Because I think that's what a lot of occurred when it came to taking this break. I was just burnt out. And sometimes you do need a break to realize that, hey, some things that you're doing is not right or something's not flowing with your with your actual body right now so get it together take a deep breath step back reevaluate move forward oh man i think that's got all of that out of my system out of my chest or so so yeah i wanted to go ahead and um again thank you guys for 50 episodes 50 episodes of Bobo's Block even if they're filler even if they're like bonus episodes that I put onto the feed it's 50 episodes it's really dope very dope milestone for me for the show and again this is show's been going since 2014 it's way more than 50 I've taken fucked on hiatus but like this is currently number 50 on the feed thank you guys for joining me with this as you know, I'm your friendly neighborhood nerd, the Bobo. You can find me anywhere that you can stalk your ex on social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm BoboFNN on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at your friendly neighborhood nerd on Facebook. And the, yo, yeah. Yeah, your friendly neighborhood nerd on Facebook and the friendly neighborhood nerd Bobo on YouTube. Go ahead and um check out uh, my other show with my tag team partner Cam, which is apparently a wrestling podcast. Um, you filthy casuals, you filthy casuals is the conversation that we have on the road. Brought to the studio, man, and <laughs> the last the episode three about the WWE releases um is out on this feed but it will be on its own personal feed along with episode two and upcoming episode four don't ask about episode one i'm probably never gonna put it out um but um yeah man it's just uh it's it's really dope if you guys want to come and support the channel um on the channel like it's fucking youtube if you guys want to support the show the network Go hit up patreon.com forward slash Bobo. That's patreon.com forward slash B-O-B-B-O. There you can do the most good. We have tiers from starting from a dollar. And also you can make custom pledges or so. Whatever you give helps so much. Thank you guys who do already give. And I want to thank you guys who have been listening this whole time. So that has been it man um i will be back next week i know for sure i'm well i don't know for sure so look knock on wood that's probably hurt that was wild as fuck but yeah i'm gonna be back i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be able to i'm not gonna be taking any more breaks um check out i have i do have a new match that i didn't post on here so i will get the link for that check out my last match in this description below check out space castle pod um in the description below check out the homies at 
Um, I call like I don't see it. Check out everybody who I put down in the comments and, and there below. Go ahead and give me a like. Give me a five-star review on iTunes. Give me a, a review wherever you listen to your podcast at, man. I am humbly, humbly requesting that you guys just help out because I want to make a full transition back into doing podcasting 24-7, um, not just whenever I <laughs> whenever I am able to do it on the cur- current days or so because, like, you guys deserve 100% of my attention. So hopefully we'll be able to make that switch very soon. I am in my own studio space. I am in my own, um, in my own company. So I'm not working. Oh, I'm, I'm working. I'm not like podcasting for anybody else. This is me in my own space. So I want to make sure that I am able to give you guys 125% of everything that the Wonderground Media Network has. And you guys will definitely not be disappointed by anything that I'm going to put out. Okay. All right. I think I'm trying to stretch it out to an hour, but you know me. I'm just, yeah. All right, guys. So again, I will. Catch you guys the next time I step behind the mic. Peace.